Cut the Crest presents The Screening Room Hello, hello. Welcome back to The Screening Room. Um... We take a break from our regular programming with this special tribute episode to actor Irfan Khan. On 29th April, actor Irfan Khan passed away at the age of 53 of a colon infection. He'd been battling a very rare form of cancer, uh, something called neuroendocrine. I probably butchered that, but uh, he'd been battling that since uh, 2018. Uh, so a little bio for those of you who don't know who he was. Born on 7th January, 1967, uh, so a fellow Capricorn, uh, he'd had a long and illustrious career, both in India and in Hollywood. He, interestingly enough, hated the term Bollywood, by the way, uh, but you can read about that online, um, his reasonings why. But uh, long and short of it, is that he mentions, and correctly so, that the term essentially implies that Indian cinema is trying to uh, ape Hollywood, basically, in some kind of way. Uh, Same with Lollywood, which is the um, Pakistani uh, film industry out of Lahore, and uh, further afield, uh, Nollywood, which is Nigeria. Um, yeah, that that stuff is uh, quite interesting. The, the, I believe there was a channel even on Sky, I think, that just showed Nollywood programming. If you can find it, yeah, w- definitely worth checking out. Anyway, um, <clears throat> I get it, I get it. I, I understand uh, why he disliked uh, that term. And the fact that you know the Mumbai or Bombay film industry uh, forms only part of Indian cinema... That's another reason, in my opinion, to at least uh, not accept Bollywood as all Indian cinema as it often l- gets lumped into. Anyway, um, Irfan Khan, uh, with with two R's, incidentally. Uh, I didn't know him personally, and I don't even know his entire filmography, to be honest. I mean, it's quite vast as it is. Uh, you, just a quick Google search will, you know, will bring that to light. But um, yeah, I can't even say that I'm necessarily an ardent fan as such. But what I am, though, is someone who was enamored by the few of his performances that I did see. Now, one that particularly sticks out for me is uh, Wes Anderson's The Darjeeling Limited. The film followed three brothers who travel across India on a train called The Darjeeling Limited. Um, You've got Owen Wilson, um, oh gosh, uh, Adrian Brody, and... uh, Oh, gosh, what is his name? Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman. Okay, so anyway, um, they travel across India on a train called the Darjeeling Limited in an attempt to reconnect with their mother after their father passes away. And during their journey, uh, they come across uh, Khan's character, who is a, he, he plays a villager. Um, it's about halfway through the film. Uh, the circumstances were tragic, and I'm not going to spoil the film here. Um... Uh, what I will say, it's it's a sort of a prequel short film, uh, a, a prequel to the short film Hotel Chevalier. No, sorry, um, Hotel Chevalier is the uh, prequel to the Darjeeling Limited. 
which is not essential viewing to understand Darjeeling Limited, but it's beautiful and it adds to the story nonetheless. So definitely go find that if you haven't seen it already. Um, but what I will tell you is that the film details uh, is sorry. But what I will tell you is that the film deals with the ideas of loss and abandonment in a nutshell. Khan's character uh, also has to deal with this in a very powerful segment of the film uh, in a somewhat role situation reversal that'll make sense actually when you when you see it I'm not gonna I'm not gonna explain myself but uh, hopefully that'll that'll make sense when you see the film uh, and if you have seen it then that you know what I'm talking about anyway it hit me quite hard back then when um, when I saw the film the first time I think it was back in around 2007 and um, actually even more so now since I became a father so yeah, uh, that's the first film I want to talk about. In 2012, Khan landed the role of someone called uh, Rajit Rata. So Rajit, Rajit Rata uh, in The Amazing Spider-Man, uh, which is the reboot, Sony's reboot, uh, Spider-Man reboot to the Sam Raimi series of films. So they, they rebooted it, if you remember, with uh, Andrew Garfield and, um, oh gosh, Webb. Uh, what was the uh, director's name anyway? He did uh, 500 Days of Summer. Um, something Webb. Mark Webb? Yeah, I think Mark Webb. Mark with a C, if I remember correctly. Anyway. Um, so Irfan Khan, yeah, uh, he landed this role in The Amazing Spider-Man. Incredible that a sort of mainstream Indian actor from India has landed a role in an American superhero film. I wonder how much uh, comedian actor Gunel Nanjiani actually can thank Khan for a starring role in the upcoming uh, MCU film, The Eternals. So that that that's uh, not quite sure, obviously, what the release is now of that. I think it was meant to be the summer, but obviously we're in this lockdown and everything. I don't like to date uh, these episodes, but there you go. You know, we are in the in the middle, even though some people seem to think that we're out of it. Uh, we're in the clearly in the middle of um, the pandemic, uh, the coronavirus pandemic. Anyway, so. Um, yeah, so, you know, an Asian actor um, in a mainstream superhero film, you know, how how much can we thank Khan's character? And that, that, that statement of mine is going to make a bit more sense later on when I talk about sort of how he uh, led the way for a lot of um, performers um, into mainstream uh, Western cinema, be it British or primarily uh, Hollywood. Uh, American cinema. So anyway, um, Rata in Amazing Spider-Man, he's a villain. And, uh, you know, he's a typical sort of corporate sleaze type guy at uh, Oscorp. And Oscorp, for the uninitiated, that's a business run by a character named Norman Osborn, who originally in the comics became the Green Goblin, which is one of Spider-Man's arch villains. Uh, If you remember, uh, Willem Dafoe played him in the Tobey Maguire and Sam Raimi series of Spider-Man films previously. So uh, that was what, early noughties, I think, 2002 uh, through to 2006 with Spider-Man 3. So Willem Dafoe was in the 2002 original film. Um, anyway, so Rata uh, was set to become a character, actually, known as the Proto-Coblin, from what I recall. Now, this is big news. Um Proto-Goblin, which was a villain from the comic series. Uh, I think this is... Actually, the thing is, I think this was merely a rumor because the Proto-Goblin's human identity, his name was actually Van Adder, not not 
doc, Dr. Uh, Ratha, this uh, Rajit Ratha chap. But, you know, uh, Hollywood cinema, um, well, cinema in general, is known to take liberties with uh, existing material, and which is, in my opinion, perfectly fine, you know, to add a new, fresh twist to something. As long as you don't stray too far from the source material, I think, it, you know, it can work. And it, and it generally, probably, I, I think generally it does. Um, anyway, but the so the name uh, changed to Dr. Rata, which is very Indian, actually. I'm glad Irfan Khan wasn't called uh, Simon in this. I think in Jurassic World he was uh, he was called Simon. Uh, segue a little bit here, but uh, you know I get it that Anglo Indians exist and many are Christians and Christian name with, with Christian names and stuff. But uh, I don't know. It's nice when an Indian or Asian actor in general they're not given Christian names and retain an Indian name. That's not <coughs> cough. Excuse me, Raj. Even though my father's name is <coughs> Raj, uh, uh, you know <coughs> Kudrapali from. Big Bang Theory, uh, but I suppose it's better than Patel, right? No, I, I don't know. Anyway, that sort of thing has always uh, felt like a bit of a whitewash, to be honest. I recall, I recall actually a while ago reading um, in a science journal in the U.S. nearly about twenty years ago about an Indian doctor in Atlanta called Michael or something. Like you look at this guy, clearly Indian. His name was Michael. Okay. Uh, but his real name, and my family knew him personally, was in fact like Mohandas or something. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I can't recall exactly. I've, I've met a lot of Indians, particularly in the US actually, uh, and they give themselves these Caucasian names because uh, they think it's easier. You can't see me doing my air quotes again, but it's easier for non-Indians to pronounce. And I'm sorry, but uh, make the effort, please. It's it's simple. Respect people's names, try to pronounce it correctly, and don't ask if we have nicknames. Please. In fact, Irfan, uh, like I said before, Khan, has uh, two R's in his name. Uh, not sure if that's a norm or a thing, where I vaguely recall some Indian actors uh, doing this, but, you know, uh, they would they would uh, just change up the spelling of their name, just, to, I guess, to stand out or whatever, um, to be unique, I guess. And it doesn't matter if other people think it's silly or incorrect, it's their name, and that's that. You know, I tell you my name is Rutvig, and then you spell it as A-S-S-H-O-L-E, uh, then you have to abide by that. Anyway, I've digressed. Uh, I've digressed again. Never mind. So, yeah, anyway, it was very cool uh, to see an Indian actor, uh, sorry, an Indian character, rather, in the Marvel Universe that was going to become a major villain. This is a shame that the series was rebooted. Well, arguably the newer stuff is great, better, I don't know. Uh, they're different. Still fairly subjective. Certainly tighter. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but those Andrew Garfield films uh, were they were quite good. They were very, you know, they were they were good. Even if certain subplots and plot threads in general kind of disappeared halfway through the film, uh, like Khan's character. So I think the last we see of Irfan uh, Khan's character, uh, Rata, uh, was in a car on a bridge while the lizard trashed the highway, and that was it. But I would have liked to have seen an Indian actor from India take uh, take the mantle of a major villain. Ah, well, say la vie. Uh, but he really did pave the way uh, and created that bridge for a lot of Indian performers. So lastly, in terms of films, I wanted to mention uh, Ang Lee's Life of Pi. Now, Irfan Khan plays the role of a adult uh, Patel. To this, okay, so funny, uh, funny that... Uh, I kind of chastised the name Patel earlier, but in this film, uh, which is one of his, you know, it's a really memorable role, uh, he's called Patel. 
Uh, he's uh, so Irfan Khan's basically giving an interview to Rafe Spall, uh, who's a British actor from uh, you probably know him from Edgar Wright's Cornetto trilogy and some other Hollywood bits. Uh, actually, Jurassic World, I think. I think it was in that. Oh yeah, yeah, and um, uh, Prometheus. I think he's the uh, scientist that gets the you know the penis alien spurt stuff in his face. I can't remember. Um, I think that was him. Anyway. There's an interesting interview on YouTube uh, between Irfan Khan and the Wall Street Journal where he talks about his career and life of uh, and life of Pi specifically. It's called Irfan Khan, Life of Pi Role Didn't Come Easy. So do check it out. His character in Pi really was endearing and made the ensuing story believable. So actually, I'll give you a spoiler alert here. I don't even remember at what point I realized the creature's... Uh, you know, the, the tiger and everything, uh, were metaphors. His narration, his voice, uh, just a perfect film. Uh, in fact, that reminds me, uh, <laughs> okay, slight segue again here. The actress uh, Tabu is in the film. She's an Indian uh, actress, I think, South Indian uh, lady. And she plays uh, Patel's mother. Um, yeah, fun story. I Once upon a time, uh, back around, I think, 2004, 2005, I... Again, air quotes. Although, no, wait, not air quotes, because this actually happened. Uh, I chatted her up. I was having lunch with some friends who were visiting uh, from Atlanta, and, uh, one of my local uh, friends from London. So I'd just moved back from the US at, at, around this time, just before this. Uh, we were in Covent Garden having lunch, and uh, my friend pointed around. He was like, uh, we're waiting. We, we, we were so having lunch, and he pointed behind me and said, oh, wait a second, is that is that an Indian actress? And... Uh, she was sort of just waiting in the square for someone. So I went over to talk to her. Uh, took her a minute to warm up to me, granted, but she did in the end. And I managed to get her autograph on a napkin for my sister, who was a fan. So I wasn't an autograph collector or anything like that back then. But my baby sister was mad into this stuff. So um, unfortunately, though, my little sister, she subsequently went and managed to lose uh, the napkin. Oh, well, I'm sure those Dabu uh, autographs are very common. <clears throat> Not. Anyway, I digress again, so let's uh, let's get back onto it. Uh, bringing the focus, yeah, back to uh, Irfan. Irfan. I wanted to take a few moments now uh, just to read a handful of trivia pieces, which you can you can read them on uh, Khan's IMDb page, uh, as well as some tributes from his peers. So I'm going to give you uh, read read out some tributes later on. Uh, but I'll also uh, briefly sort of explain who the actors are that are giving those tributes uh, in case uh, you guys aren't necessarily aware of who they are because some of them are uh, Indian actors. Anyway, so uh, with the trivia stuff, I found this quite interesting. Um, Spider-Man and uh, Life of Pi share a commonality. So, um Oh God! One of the characters in Life Pie is uh, so Khan refers to uh, Richard Parker. I think is that Rafe Spall's character. I'm trying to remember. I just remember the fact that the name Richard Parker comes up in both films. Uh, I can't remember who Richard Parker was in the Life of Pie. Anyway, that's my wonderful memory failing me there again. But anyway, so yeah, there's a commonality between Life of Pie and the Amazing Spider-Man. Richard Parker is the name of uh, uh, Peter Parker's father. Now, I, I don't recall this storyline in the comics at all, uh, in the Spider-Man comics, but you know, certainly in the films, there's this sort of subplot with uh, Peter Parker's parents. Uh, and Irfan Khan's uh, character... Uh, references Richard Parker in both films, which I thought was kind of interesting. Maybe just me. 
um, Irfan Khan also uh, almost had a role in uh, the Sean Connery vehicle, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I think that was around 2002-2003. I don't know if you remember that film. Uh, it was another graphic novel uh, comic book uh, property. Uh, but the deal fell through uh, at the last minute, uh, which I don't know. Was that a lucky escape for Khan? Who knows? Uh, probably was, actually, because the film wasn't particularly great. looked nice, but yeah. Anyway, um, also, uh, this is a fun little fact. Two of his films, uh, Life of Pi and Slumdog Millionaire, collectively have 12 Oscars. 12. That is mind-boggling. Uh, worth noting, though, also that Khan has numerous nominations and wins, um, not from the Academy, unfortunately, but uh, from Filmfare, Filmfare Awards, uh, Z Cine Awards, IFA, which is the International Indian Film Academy, and uh, Stardust, which uh, is the magazine. Uh, but uh, yeah, none from the Academy. Uh, all of those affirmations, um, uh, all of those uh, affirmations awards. Uh, ceremonies are all from India and the Indian Indian film industry. Uh, interesting side note, looking at the trivia, it seems he'd actually filmed numerous films which were later shelved, like numerous uh, Hindi films, Indian films. Uh, so, you know, it raises some interesting questions. Were they finished completely and just not released? Or did they find in the editing suite it wasn't working? Uh, you know, wouldn't you just simply reshoot the bits that aren't working? Maybe that's not something that's common, or at least was common uh, back then in Indian cinema. I, I don't know. I have no idea, but uh, it's an interesting note. Okay, so I'm going to uh, just uh, read a few tributes now um, from his uh, peers and you know colleagues. So Amitabh Bachchan will be the first one that I'm going to read. Arguably, he's one of the biggest stars in the world. You know, certainly in the 80s when he uh, appeared on Wogan. I don't know if all you Brits, if you remember that 80s uh, TV talk show Wogan. So I remember as a child, as a you know an Indian, uh, British Asian uh, kid watching mainstream British television. I think Wogan was on BBC. No, was it on? B yeah. Uh was it on BBC? I can't remember. But uh, either way, uh, mainstream, you know, British television, and you've got an Indian actor coming on. That was, you know, really unique. Uh, it still is to this day. You know, uh, we've had uh, a couple of other actors appear on uh, British talk shows. But it's not that common, you know. Um, Shah Khan was on, I think, Graham Norton. No, not Graham Norton. He was on Jonathan Ross, I think. I was on one of those two, but you know that 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 in itself was also a big deal. But uh, yeah, you know, seeing Amitabh uh, Bachchan on um, on Wogan, late Terry Wogan, you'll remember him. He used to host the Eurovision Song Contest. Anyway, uh, it's a big deal. Uh, and actually, in the eighties, it was probably only second to Michael Jackson in terms of sheer number of fans. Um, anyway, he wrote, uh, "Just getting the news of the passing of Irfan Khan." This is a most disturbing and sad news. An incredible talent, a gracious colleague, a prolific contributor to the world of cinema, left us too soon, creating a huge vacuum. Prayers and du'as. Uh, du'a uh, means, in Islam at least, it sort of means uh, acknowledgement. It's like a sign of respect to call, to call out to that person, to invoke them. Uh, yeah, basically that. Okay, and... There was an article that I found uh, in The Guardian 
uh, talking about Irfan Khan as well. And uh, so there, there are a few um, quotes in there. I think they were taken from tweets and whatnot in various different places. Uh, but I will link to that article uh, on the Facebook page, I think, for um, for the show, and I'll and I'll put it in the Podbean description as well. So hopefully, it shows up in you know wherever you listen to this thing. Uh, Priyanka Chopra. Uh, she also broke uh, into American mainstream entertainment, actually, with uh, there was a TV series called Quantico, uh, which was all right. I saw the pilot. It was, yeah, quite fun. Something about CIA agents or something. Um, and she was also in the film uh, Baywatch Ooh. or uh, Naywatch, maybe. Yeah, depends. Uh, despite the cast, the film was pretty lacking. I mean, I'm a big uh, Dwayne Johnson fan. I think the guy is a great talent, but yeah, he not even he could fit, save that film. And and I believe Priyanka Chopra, she's married to one of the Jonas Brothers, the musician. No, wait, were they music? Yeah, the mu- musicians. Anyway, she said, The charisma you brought to everything you did uh, was pure magic. Your talent forged the way for so many in so many avenues. You inspired so many of us. Uh, Shah Rukh Khan, who I mentioned earlier, uh, less arguably... Uh, the biggest star in the world at the moment. Apparently, his net worth is around 600 million US, which is some 20 or 30 million more, if you can believe it, than Tom Cruise. Uh, ironically, he was at least once uh, touted uh, back in the day as being the Indian Tom Cruise. Uh, he's been on, yeah, like I said, on Graham Norton or Jonathan Ross, whichever one it was. And um, I forget who stated it, actually. They, they, they sort of introduced him that way, saying, uh, my next guess is the Indian Tom Cruise. Anyway. Um, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure that that interview, uh, among others, can be found online. Anyway, uh, he said, My friend, inspiration and the greatest actor of our times. May Allah bless your soul, Irfan Khan Bhai. Uh, actually, he says Irfan Bhai. Uh, Bhai translates, as, translates to brother. Not literal brother, it's just a term of endearment. We will miss you as much as as cherish the fact that you are a part of our lives. Yeah, sweet. Um, Riz Ahmed, British uh, Pakistani actor. He's known for Four Lions and uh, Rogue One Star Wars Story. He wrote, Rest in peace, one of the greatest actors of our time, Irfan Khan. I never met him, but he was an inspiration and a hero to me and millions of others. His work was consistently transcendent. He was a guiding light for so many of us. Yeah, that theme of um, Khan paving the way uh, for actors across the globe into mainstream cinema coming up again there. Uh, Colin Trevorrow, Trevorrow, I'm not quite sure how you pronounce his name, but uh, he was the director of the Jurassic World films. Uh, And like I said, I think I mentioned it before, in which Khan played a a role in the first one. I think he's like the founder or the CEO or something of the company that makes the dino uh, replication possible, Uh, which sort of ties the world films in with the original uh, Park films. Anyway, uh, he wrote, Deeply sad to have lost Hashtag Irfan Khan, a thoughtful man who found beauty in the world around him, even in pain. In our last correspondence, he asked me to remember the wonderful aspects of our existence. In the darkest of days, here he is laughing. And Trevorrow then tweeted uh, he tweeted, tweeted this lovely photo of Khan uh, doing just that, just laughing. Uh, to end on a couple of quotes by Khan from his film, so not his own quotes, uh, not his own words, uh, but his delivery just, you know, it just hits. I was going to end on this one, 
uh, from the Jurassic World films by Irfan Khan's character Simon uh, Masrani. Masrani, yep. The key to a happy life is to accept you are never actually in control. That's a fun line. I think uh, when they're flying, he says it when they're sort of flying around in a helicopter and everyone's kind of freaking out. But um, I prefer this piece of writing uh, from The Life of Pi. I suppose in the end, the whole of life becomes an act of letting go. But what always hurts the most is not taking a moment to say goodbye. The rest of the quote uh, is specific to the film. It's very sweet. So yeah, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Uh, but for now, goodbye. You know, I've left so much behind. My family, the zoo, India, Anandi. I suppose in the end, the whole of life becomes an act of letting go. But what always hurts the most is not taking a moment to say goodbye.